I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I hate to break it, you're not the same as anyone here But we can take it, we're short or brown or round or we're queer I got a feeling, we are onto something here Live from the Etc. Theatre in Camden The Spontaneity Shop presents Global Pillage I'm your host, Deborah Francis-White This is the show starring you, the hive mind And if you worry, trouble might be coming your way In it together, I think it's what I heard the man say I got a feeling we are gonna be okay Pillage, the comedy panel show about cultural diversity, idiom and customs. The show where we find out how weird the human race is and where we realise our definition of normal is just the brand of weird that's local. (laughs) This is the show where you, the audience, don't have to sit in silence watching the comedians dick about. But you have the chance to get the answer wrong too. (laughs) On my left are the lapsed Catholics, Christian Talbot and Sarah Bonetto. And on my right, the Vinstralians, Jason Patterson and Felicity Ward. And playing for our listeners at home, the studio audience, the hive mind. So the lapsed Catholics, what makes you diverse? Sarah Bonetto. Hello, well, I am Australian, I am a woman, I am vegetarian, and I am single and looking. Christian Talbot, what makes you diverse? I am an Irish uh, middle-aged man, but uh, I live in Northern Ireland and have done for the last 20 years. A huge mistake, I may say. (laughs) Was it? Was it a mistake to move to Northern Ireland? Most people move the other way around. The Vinstralians, Felicity Ward. I have two (laughs) tattoos. I have mental health issues. Um, (laughs) It's not that diverse. It's very common. People just don't talk about it. Anyway... The yeah, statistics yeah, are incredible. Yeah. Um, I am sober, and I'm, people are more shocked by that. <laughs> They're like, that's disgusting. Get out of here. And uh, I got a Jaina. Wow. You've got, <laughs> that's super diverse. Jason um, Patterson, what makes you diverse? What makes me diverse? Well, unique to my family is that uh, me and my brother were the first generations not born in the Caribbean, but here in London. So 
that yeah, that's the look I give my mum as well. That's the same look like the beach or Clapham. Yeah. So it's if, if Christian Talbot <laughs> thinks he's made a mistake going from Ireland to Northern Ireland, moving from literally an expensive holiday destination to East London. South, South, South oh, London, sorry. language. So no, South sorry. London, South London. So yeah, it's um, and we went from a house to a council estate. So that's similar to what you done. You really. Yeah, we had a nice house. Estate. I was, you know kind of middle class lovely house into a ghetto council estate so I just kept saying to mum mum it's getting better not only did you deprive me Barbados but now I live in a block with a pissy lift so this is <laughs> it just gets better just gets better <laughs> making sure everything is accurate all the I's are dotted and all the T's are crossed is Ned Sedgwick on Wikipedia in Pedant's Corner Hello. Ned Sedgwick what makes you diverse I am a white English, middle class. Um, so on this panel, I am really diverse. Uh, but beyond that, yeah. I'm Deborah Francis-White. I'm a, I'm a woman. I'm dual citizenship. I'm Australian and British. Three Australians on the panel. How disgusting. I know. It's super undiverse. And I'm also left-handed. Oh. Yeah. And I used to be a Jehovah's Witness now an atheist don't panic I'm not going to lock the doors and bring out a cart uh, and I'm adopted Mark Hodge on keyboard uh, Mark you. Hodge what makes you diverse well I live in Brighton so I think the audience can probably draw their own conclusions no, I, live in, I, li I, live in, I live in Brighton and I play musical theatre on the piano without people paying me to do it if you're living internationally Google Brighton we between us are going to write a jingle that's going to be used throughout the rest of the show. We need four notes from the audience, first of all. Give me a letter from A to G. G. Brilliant. Okay. And I should say at this point, this can go badly wrong. <laughs> so, another letter, please. B. B? Lovely. We've got chords building. Yeah? A. Yeah, that works. Nice. Over here. Hi. <laughs> And uh, one from the panel, one from the lapsed Catholics, please. Um, uh, a C, please. We've got it, we've got a jingle. Ah, that's your musical theme tune today that you wrote together. <laughs> first round is on courtship. Both teams get a chance to play, but you get more points if you buzz in first with the correct answer. After the team's answer, we will throw to the hive mind. Fingers on buzzers. If you were Amish and saw a local gossip out in the garden looking for celery, what would they be checking? With Australians. Were the bonnets on properly? So what, uh, the gossip's out there and ostensibly checking the celery but really looking to see if your bonnet's on straight. Uh, if I'm perfectly honest, I just got so competitive I blacked out the end of the question <laughs> right. and just went, what is, is something they could be doing? It's something to do with courtship. Uh, so nothing to nothing. do with bonnets. Yeah. Then. Any other ideas before we throw over to the other team? Whether she has a celery in her vagina. <laughs> okay. Is that your final answer? Jason? <laughs> the only thing oh, I could think okay. of that has anything to do... I mean, She's it doesn't have to checking do with whether you're... You, because you're Amish and you're not allowed a vibrator, exactly. you're using celery exactly. as a sort of homemade... Well, I mean, it you would be... You use whatever tools you've got. Within the strict rules of the religion. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to throw it over now to the lapsed Catholics. I think, I think it has to do with the amount of time that a couple is 
either spending together or holding hands, let's say, oh. or kissing. Holding hands in the celery, as we used to do when we were young. Um, okay, any suggestions from the audience? Any guesses? Yes, sir? I think the gossip's just check- checking if they earn more than you. The gossip's checking if they earn more than you. So they're looking to see maybe they could compete in the courtship, okay? so no, if they've got a bigger salary. Oh. <laughs> it's a celery joke that none of us picked celery up on. Joke. That is good. Celery joke. Anybody else got a theory? Yes? To see if it's squashed, to see whether or not they've been up to shenanigans. Oh. <laughs> yes. Good use of okay. shenanigans as well. Good use of shenanigans. So buzz, like bees, like the hive mind that you are, if you think it's to see whether they're earning a bigger celery than you and to see if the couple has been rolling around in the celery patch. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, you are all wrong. It is, in fact, checking to see if there is going to be a wedding. Um, now, celery is a key ingredient in an Amish casserole, which is traditionally served at weddings. So there needs to be plenty of it. A family which has planted lots of celery is clearly planning on marrying off one of their daughters. And they also serve cream celery and use celery flowers as decorations. Oh. It's a very celery-obsessed. Uh, Ned Sedgwick, do you have any... They certainly are. You know, really trying to break their reputation of being slightly boring. They're, they're using the most interesting vegetable there. Amish weddings suck. We might have some Amish listeners of our podcast, I, and they're going to feel unincluded. How, do you, how do you get... To be pedantic, how do you listen to the podcast? It's a good point, but I still don't <laughs> want people to feel excluded. That is a good point. Question two in 19th century rural austria women would tuck apple slices under their armpits while dancing what would they do with them when the music stopped i mean jason stopped they would eat them they would eat them yes okay why i i want to know the answer (laughs) why is that a courting ritual Jason. Well, I take it that um, in that time, I'm pretty sure hygiene wasn't the best thing. So they probably, A, put them there to freshen them up. And actually, sorry, let me change my answer. They would take them out and then they would approach a man because then they'll be smelling a bit better. They've got apple slices under their arms. Oh. It's good for hygiene. I want to I advance That's on that. That's a tip. I want to advance <laughs> on that. Yes. Because I think it has something to do with the smell, mm. but I think it's actually you give the man who you're interested in an apple slice because of pheromones mm-hmm. so that you would have your... Essentially, they're marking their territory with an apple slice. <laughs> do you have a, an answer, lapsed Catholics? I think what they do is, is that they purposely put the apple under their armpits and then they make a big deal of taking the apple from under their armpits to attract doctors. <laughs> Oh, as in an apple a day, yes. Oh, yeah, okay. And yeah, that's our final answer. Okay. Hive mind of the audience, any suggestions? As- hey, we've had, I want to know where they keep their bananas, okay. Any other suggestions, hive mind? Some sort of strange drinking game today, like drop it, the slice in a man's pint, and he has to like score back the pint. Oh, oh like so a tequila worm. Like, yeah. Okay, so audience, is it? I, I want to know where they keep their bananas, Buzz now, or some kind of strange drinking game where they put the apple slice in the in the man's pint and he has to drink it down in one. Okay, you're going for drinking game. In fact, the answer is. They would offer it to the man of their choosing who would eat it. So that's points. Yes, that's points. That's points for the Vinstralians. 
can I just applaud the gentleman in the audience for using the Irish term skull for a pint, <laughs> to skull a pint. Fair play to you, sir. Yes, Fair absolutely. Play to you. We say that in Australia as yeah, well. And again, that is because we are two-thirds Irish Catholic yeah. in Australia. Ah. <laughs> I, yes, I haven't heard that outside Australia, that people, if someone's drinking a pint, people just turn around and go, skull, 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 skull. What do you but say we, here? We yeah. say, oh, down in one and on your head. Down at front, fresher. Guess who went to university? Down at fresher, down at fresher. Then you might say afterwards, uni, uni, to kind of indicate the kind of. It's from a different world, guys. (laughs) (laughs) And then what's. See, I am being diverse here. Yeah, absolutely. I'm bringing something to everyone. Could you quickly sing a Latin drinking song for us? (laughs) Oh, I'm not sure. Brings back memory of pigs at uni. one for the kids in Bali young men must undergo a ceremony overseen by a Brahmin priest to rid them of their evil tendencies such as greed or lust what does the priest do to the young men he gets like his hair braided in this really cool way on the beach and then maybe like a tat if you've been to Bali, that is so what Westerners do. <laughs> so the local Bali custom of getting a tattoo you can't read. Yeah, and some uh, dreads. And some dreads, okay. Uh, let's throw it to the Vinstralians. Jace, have you been to Bali? Never been to Bali. I don't think if he had been I on a holiday, know. this would have happened to him. <laughs> you don't they know. just don't do it at the airport. You don't know. That's the number one tourist attraction to do in Bali, is go and watch a priest um, <laughs> read a boy of evil. <laughs> Purify a young man. Do you know what a jug of illusions is? No. Oh, I know. So that's a chronic Bali thing that when white people go to Bali, they uh, they go there when they finish school and they drink this jug of illusions, which is mostly Midori, and then, I don't know, like 5% sadness, whatever they put in there. Um, and then you get absolutely um, blackout drunk on that. that huh. So maybe they make them drink jugs of illusions. Okay, they make them drink. Hive mind of the audience. Yes. They circumcise them in front of the whole village. They circumcise them in front of the village. Any other answers from the audience? (laughs) Okay, audience, are you going to go for circumcise them in front of the whole village or circumcise them in front of the whole village? (laughs) Okay, you're going for circumcise them in front of the whole village. In fact, they file down their teeth. Uh, In particular, the canines to make them the same level of the incisors. Basically, they give you Hollywood teeth so that they're all the same level. Oh, the feeling, though. The feeling and the sound. Ah, (laughs) silence of the lamb, silence of the lamb. (laughs) Uh, Ned Cedric, do you have any more information on this? Yeah, in all Balinese art, the uh, bigger the teeth, it's an indicator of uh, the bigger the manhood and the bigger the sexual appetite. So if you see demons with big teeth in Bali, that's what it means. Mm. I know where I'm going straight after this show. Did <laughs> <laughs> I mention I'm single? <laughs> Doesn't matter, anyway. <laughs> uh, what do Burmese couples, young Burmese couples, do instead of kiss? Do they, do they rub noses? Do they rub noses? Is that your final answer? Do you no, two no. want to try it out just to see how romantic Burmese. it is? Burmese. Oh, they do like a proper gangster fist punch. <laughs> okay. Do we have anything from the Australians? I mean, I would love it if it was the Macarena. <laughs> I would love it. The Macarena, hive mind of the audience. What do they do instead of kiss? Share a joint. Share a joint. In Burma, do they share a joint? So the answer is they sniff each other's necks. That's disgusting. So no other points for anyone. In Burma, that's not disgusting. This is, again, demonstrating. But can you imagine if you were Burmese 
and you'd only ever sniff someone's neck. And then someone said, well, do you know what you should do instead is take your tongue and put it in their mouth. <laughs> think how disgusting they might find that. But now I think of all of the songs that have kiss in it and I'm putting sniff there. (laughs) (laughs) I sniffed a girl and I liked it. I just want your extra time and your sniff. (laughs) Well, just Uh, in movies, sniff me, you fool. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so they sniff each other next. That means no points for anyone. And that's the end of the round. Over to Ned Sedgwick for the scores. The lapsed Catholics and the hive mind with an improvable one, zero. <laughs> Yay! And the Vinstralians with a fantastic ten. Yay! Oh, Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The next round is everyone's favorite round. Idioms! I didn't realise how important idioms were until once when I wanted to check the price of an animal cake decoration in a French patisserie and I said to the lady behind the counter, how much is that doggy in the window? And she replied, one pound fifty. Never heard the song. Actually, I bought that cake decoration for you. I was buying that for you for your birthday when you were a child, Ned, when I was your nanny. Um, When I met Ned, I was Ned's nanny. He was three years old and effectively my boss. Um, but I've played the long game and now I'm his and aren't I happy about it alright so this round is idioms in Hindi you might say somebody fell from the sky and got stuck on a date palm what would that mean yes um, that is just like a Wednesday night for me <laughs> just a lot of liquor fell from the sky got stuck on a date palm oh again Sarah that's right guys <laughs> Australians could it be someone who was once doing well and is now bankrupt and a bum and just, yeah, at the bottom so of has, society? So has fallen from grace? Fallen from grace. Okay. Used to be doing really well, fallen from grace in a very painful way. 
Hive minds. Yes. I need somebody who's never seen a sober day in their lives. No, what? Some, someone who's never seen a sober day in their life. So not just someone like Sarah who wakes up. I mean, no. I mean, hypothetical person I was talking about. Sure. <laughs> not necessarily me. Uh, someone who's literally never been sober in their life. Anybody else? Yes? A reality check. Yeah, you've had to get real. You've fallen from the sky and you've got stuck on a date palm. You've woken up and realised you've got to get a proper job. Um, I'm just thinking of a mother going, you know, you're going to get stuck on a date palm one day. You just keep going like you're going and you are going to get stuck on a date palm. But don't say I didn't warn you. Okay, so hive mind. Bells now if you think it's always drunk. Or reality check. Okay, you think it's reality check. It is in fact out of the frying pan into the fire. Oh. Oh. So you were you were in the sky, things were bad, and now you've got, gone, you got yourself stuck on a date palm. <laughs> like it happens. Classic yeah. that guy. <laughs> if I was falling out of the sky, I wouldn't be too worried about ending up being stuck on a date palm, assuming I was sort of in one piece and still functional. I love dates. I'd be happy in a date palm. And again, Sarah Bonetto is single, and she is on... <laughs> she is on, all I need. Put me she, in a date palm. She is on date palm. Any kind find, of date. Find it, find it at the app store. Please date swipe palm. right on date palm. <laughs> And that's your tagline, when any date will do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So in Hebrew, they say you're jumping over your belly button. What do they mean? Your eyes are bigger than your stomach. Eyes are bigger than your stomach. Okay. All right. Good guess. Uh, Something like that. I thought it was ideas above your station. Oh, ideas above your station. You're jumping over your belly button. Hive mind, you're jumping over your belly button. What does it mean? Yes. Punching above your weight. Punching above your ah. weight. Any other answers? You're deluded. Deluded? You're jumping the gun, being a bit premature about something. Jumping the gun. Okay, so you've got punching above your weight, Buzz now. You're deluded? Or jumping the gun? Okay, we, I think we had more buzzers for the first one, which was... Punching above your weight, and that is the correct answer. Overreaching yourself. The hive mind scores. In French, they say that somebody has a yawning muscle, and that is muscle as in cockles and muscles alive, live. Oh, not muscles you work out at the gym. You have a yawning muscle. What does that mean? If someone, oh, he's got a yawning muscle. Yes. You're very talkative. Oh, very talkative. Yes, Gosh, so. that muscle is yawning. Yeah. <laughs> and not because I've ever been told that. <laughs> Just like I'm actually quite demure. Yeah, I don't ever really talk. In France, I never really talk. People called you the yawning that, muscle. That's what they said. Yeah. yeah, they never really said. They never really. Like, that's. I never have never been told. Anyway. <laughs> uh, the Australians? Got any thoughts on this one, Jace? Don't give me over to you. <laughs> don't give me that shit, mate. Doesn't mean and over to you. It does. It means when you leave your teammate in the lurch. Yeah. <laughs> At least you, when you leave them high and dry. Maybe it's someone who's a little bit easy because their shell is always open and you can always get the little oh. muscle. Oh, so someone who's easy and open. The slutty oyster. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise known as the slutty oyster. Where actually, um, funnily enough, I will be doing a cabaret act tonight. The slutty, <laughs> the slutty oyster in Camden. Hive mind of the audience to have a yawning muscle. Yes? You've got a very wide cavernous vagina. A wide, <laughs> a wide cavernous vagina? And Let's I, hope so, sir. Let's hope so. A wide cavernous vagina. Uh, anybody else in the audience? Please, because otherwise you're going to have to choose that. Otherwise, that's what you're all going with, including the children in the second row. Yes? Maybe it's 
it's just saying things like inappropriately at the wrong time. Oh, oh. speaking inappropriately. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> well, I wonder what made you think of that. <laughs> Deborah, the hive mind is self-moderating. Okay, uh, so if you think it's a wide vagina, buzz now. And if you're under 18 and in our audience and looking at me from the second row, don't buzz now, don't buzz now. Okay, buzz now if you think it's wide vagina. Okay. Okay. And buzz now if you think it's speaking inappropriately. Okay. In fact, it is to be horny. Uh, so I think we're going to give that to the Vinstradians. Yeah. Uh, it's not exactly how I'd answer, but it's kind of close enough. The next question is: In Germany, they say, "May you live like a maggot in bacon." What do they mean? Like a pig in shit. Like Sarah in a date palm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Live long and prosper. Like live long and prosper and uh, hive mind. Just like a trick. May you live like a maggot in bacon. May you eventually turn into a fly, our Jeff Goldblum in the film. <laughs> may, you, may you eventually turn into a fly, like Jeff Goldblum Very in the fly. Specific. That Very is specific. definitely the answer. I will even buzz for that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna buzz in Germany, they're constantly saying that. Anybody else? Okay, audience. Are you going like, do you have one? Do you have one, sir? Living the life of Riley. Living the life of Riley. Okay. Are you going to go for Jeff Goldblum? Buzz now. Uh, uh, life of Riley. Buzz now. Okay. Life of Riley. We're going for Life of Riley. The actual explanation is may you be happy. So I think we're going to give that to Life of Riley. And also. And also, you will get points for pig and shit. I think so, yeah. yeah and Sarah absolutely. in a date palm. Sarah's eight pump gets no also, points. Also, Ned, you are looking lovely today. Thank you, Sarah. So are you. That's five yep. points. Yes. <laughs> Whatever and it takes. Ned, you are also looking lovely today. All right, you're coming on a bit strong. Minus five. Back, back to zero with you guys. No one likes a suck up. And it's the end of the round. Over to Ned Sedgwick with the scores. The Laps Catholics with ten points. Yay! Yay! The Australians with 15 points. Yay! And the Hive Mind with an impressive 20 points. Yay! All right. So the next round is the team's round. A member of each team has come prepared with a question based on their cultural family background. Uh, so firstly, the Australians, do you have a question for the lapsed Catholics? Yes, we do. Um... My family, like I say, my mum's from Barbados, my dad is St. Vincent, and there's an old Caribbean saying, probably from the older generation, that says, as soon as you land, you come ashore. As soon as you land, you come ashore. What does that mean? I think that means if I talk slowly, it buys me time. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as you land, uh... Uh, you come ashore means um, you're in a bar and you straight away get bored a drink by somebody. Someone flirts with you straight away, like someone comes on to you or vice versa, you come on to someone straight away. Again, Sarah can be found on Tinder. (laughs) Not Tinder, not an animal. (laughs) Just... Guardian soulmates, guardian soulmates. Okay, cute. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, just what? Why would I? That's not reality. Um, I'm on date palm, remember? Um, uh, no, yeah, that. So I think like you do, you walk into a v- venue and straight away you're very popular okay. in a flirtatious Popular sense. straight away. Christian, do you have a, is that your final answer or do you have another suggestion? Mm-hmm. I'm happy for you to improve on that. <laughs> okay, so is it, is it something like, 
making hay while the sun shines. You've got to, you know, you strike while the iron is hot. I don't know the answer to this, Jason. What is the answer? The answer actually isn't, it's not actually as deep as it sounds. It actually means as soon as you buy an item of clothing or a dress, you buy it, wear it straight out. Oh. As soon as you land, you're on the shop. I love that they've got an idiom for that because I do that all the time. I love that <laughs> too. I literally changed in the shop and said, can you cut the tag off? I'm wearing it now. Yeah. I cannot wait to wear new things. I'm going to use that. Okay, so the lapsed Catholics, do you have a question for the hive mind? I do. Now, in Ireland, when a couple get married, once they've walked out of the church, the bride's father will often perform something called a grushy. What is a grushy? What is a grushy? Is anyone Irish? Anyone Irish? Yes, yes, sir. Are you Irish? What is a grushy? No idea. Do you have you got a daughter? Yes. Is she married? Yes. And you didn't perform a grushy? I don't know. She might not be legally married. <laughs> You don't know if you performed a grushy. Maybe you did. Okay. Um, other Irish man there? Did you, do you know what a grushy is? Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Christian, have you made this up? <laughs> Ned Cedric, could you please check this on Wikipedia? I, I certainly can. Yeah, I don't believe in this. Anyone else? Anyone else in the audience just want to guess what a grushy is? Is it one of those kisses where you just use the stubble of your beard to... To crush the other person's cheek. We used to call Isn't it a, sh- a shaving. No, no, it's not it's anything not like that at all. We call that pash rash. Yeah. Does he does he <laughs> sniff does he sniff anyone's neck? Is that something? Is it a hefty check? Write her a hefty check. You're on the right track. Oh, okay. It is actually when the bride and groom come out of the church, the bride's father will turn around, rather like the bride would with the bouquet, and throw a handful of coins, usually pounds or 50p's, over his shoulder for the local kids. And the the more money that he throws shows the more uh, affluent and... Uh, and and popular and big that the that oh, the, so the bride's father the is it's a scramble for the kids to get oh. to get coins and the bigger the injuries injuries yeah. <laughs> yes there the are two. richer they're worth yeah. he yeah. I mean he killed four children he's doing very well for himself <laughs> <laughs> okay hive mind of the audience do you have a question for the Australians in Dutch what's the phrase now the monkey comes out of the sleeve in Dutch, what does the phrase "now the monkey comes out of the sleeve" mean? It, can, can you see that in one of them sex shows on the dish? <laughs> is that something? Is, is it something like if you've like the, similar to having something up your sleeve, like as a, it's an extra trick, or it's like a it's the it's the, something you've got in your back pocket? Is yeah? Is it? Could it be um, like you're showing your true colours? Like you've been one way, and now it's like, oh, this is who you really are. You're. Or is it if you're just saying, no, I don't like bananas, and then you're like, actually, I love bananas. And this is where I keep them, and he pulls them out. (laughs) Call back, call back. (laughs) Finally, we find out where they keep their bananas. Uh, Up up their sleeve with their monkey. Is is it that you look like you have like a really low potassium count, but then you surprise people? I mean, that's a pretty niche joke. I'm surprised. And joke is a strong term for what I've just... What's, What's your final answer? Uh, um, give someone rabies at the last minute. <laughs> um, shall we go? I will say it's show someone showing their true colours. Yes, pretty close. It's like now everything's revealed. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Now right. everything right. is revealed. Yeah. Okay. And that's the end of the round. Yay. Yay. Over to Ned Sedgwick for the scores. The Laps Catholics have a healthy 15. The Hive... 
The hive mind have a healthier 20. And the Vinstradians have a potassium-filled 25. Bursting with health, the hive mind. For our final round, we have just one question about a minority group who have successfully risen up and managed to overcome their hardships and throw off the yoke of oppression. This is also known as the stick it to the round man. Um, Now... Stick it to the man round. <laughs> we weren't supposed to be being fattest in this one. Stick it to the round man. That was Deborah trying to be hip, right? Yeah. Stick it to the round man. They are often round because they are so wealthy. That's right. The round man is often round. It all comes out now. Um, now, there's only one question in this round because Ned Sertwick had to research the questions and he uh, wrote me an email that literally said, my research suggests that this doesn't happen very often where a minority group gets to stick it to the man and when it does, a lot of people die so it's not funny. Um, now, this... This round has only got one question, but it is worth double points. So if you are the losing team, this may be your opportunity to stick it to the man. And if you're in the lead, you do have to realise you are, of course, the man. Um, So, teams, fingers on buzzers. In the year 2000, how did anti-Milosevic student protesters in Serbia get around oppressive freedom of speech laws in order to raise political support amongst the youth? Did they use sign language? They use sign language. Look, I'm panicking, okay? Good guess. They use sign language to get around uh, very draconian laws on the freedom of speech. Okay, from the Vinstralians. What about you, the lapsed Catholics? Um, Year 2000, did they use Microsoft... What was the one out then? 98. Messenger. Wait, wait, what? What did you say? Microsoft oh, 2000. 2000. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, that's, that's so funny. I went with you. I said Microsoft 98 because I thought I'm always a bit behind. Yeah. Well, so, did they use Windows 98? Um, no. Uh, did they use MSN Messenger? So we've got sign language. We've got s- some form of software uh, to be decided upon. Oh. Or hive mind. Yes. Did they say things they were allowed to say? But very sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in quotes, in quotes. Say this thing, relax. Fight the government. Yes. Okay. Uh, Christian, did you have another guess there? I'm going to show my inner nerd now. Mm. Did they use something called Usenet, which was anonymous in those days on the internet? Usenet. Is this some kind of porn portal you remember from well, the, the golden days? It, 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 yeah, there was, there was, there was one of the porn on there. Yes. Did your masturbation have a golden era? I don't know. Uh, so, <laughs> I think it's uh, internet, early internet based. Early internet based. Uh, so we've got sign language. We've got early internet based. We've got uh, si- saying things sarcastically or anything else from the hive mind. Turn it into a song for Eurovision. Turn it into oh, a song. Oh, for Eurovision. Yes. Topical answer, topical answer. Not bad. And if you're listening in six months' time, it is Eurovision tonight where we live. Um, um, the, uh, the correct answer is they set up the Exit Festival, one of the largest music festivals in the world. They couldn't say it, so they sang it. Very good. And so I think, I think Hive Mind should get some points there. And it's the end of the show. for the final scores. The Laps Catholics in third place with 15 points. Yay! Should have stayed a Catholic. But Sarah has got a date. Uh, so that's from... I've been with passed a, a note from someone in the audience. Oh, lovely. 
lovely. Yeah, yeah. I look forward to it. It's not the children, is it? Because there are kids in tonight. <laughs> I, and that's just babysitting. <laughs> I, it, actually, if you're going to pay me, all right, I mean, okay. And in second place, it's the Vinstralians. Yay! With how many points, Nick? 25 points. 25 points. And the Hive Mind E-Kit with 30 points. 30 points. The Hive Mind win. The Hive Mind win because diversity works. Please give a big congratulations to all of our teams. Christian Talbot, Sarah Bonetto on the Laps Catholics, Jason Patterson and Felicity Ward from the Australians, and you, the Hive Mind. Deborah Francis White. Good night. You have been listening to Global Pillage, hosted and created by Deborah Francis White. The questions were set by Ned Sedgwick. Music was by Mark Hodge. The recording engineer was Chris Sharp. The producer for the Spontaneity Shop was Tom Selinski. Thanks to Maud Pierre and everyone at the Etc. For more information about this and other episodes, please visit globalpillage.net. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.